The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. I'm aware that right now, a lot of us feel like chips are down. Sick of being kicked around. Thrown on the ground, picks right back up, then tossed in the lost and found. Stumbling, lost your ground, but it sounds like a chance for you to recover quickly. If you know anything about a struggle at all, the hustle is real, you probably already get me. So I need all of you with me. The Killer City Committee, the Midwest version of the Avengers. Going harder than Bobby to Whitney. The enemy's shifty, so we gotta react swiftly. Whenever negativity hit me, I try to get it in check quickly. Came to know playing the role of a psycho was not gonna fit me. Cause I'm not so 50, but I do know this. We all have the power in every moment. The time is ours. Counting minutes, seconds, hours. Death to cowards. Fight the power. Smite the liars. Light the fires. Brighter, higher till we burn them down. Take the tables, then we turn around. It's worth the search. If freedom's found, are you a hero? Who needs a hero? Someone who's always strong A source of light When things go wrong What we need is a hero Who's always there to take flight Who can mend our wounds And defend our rights What we need is a hero Someone prepared to lead the way Who can brave our world And save our day Hero Who always knows what to do What's up, peeps, freaks, and geeks? Welcome back to this very special crossover event brought to you by the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast and Hami Media. My name is Jargo. I will be your host for the day. But today, ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined by a very special guest making his second appearance on the show. He is now a 17-year vet of the business as well as a personal trainer. But today, we're speaking to him as the playwright producer of the historical theatrical production of Conquer Pro Wrestling's We Don't Play Fight. Please welcome back to the show the Jason Static, Mr. Jason. Jason Calabrese. Jason, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Well, you know, as I said there off the top, Jason, this is your second appearance on the show. Uh, we had you on shortly before the debut of CPW We Don't Play Fight back in June. Go ahead and catch us up a little bit. You've been a very busy man since then. Tell us how things have been for you since the premiere. Well, I mean, just after the, the June event, uh, we said for the first time, like, let's just... Uh, you no, know, we hit up we hit up a lot of theaters and you know, well, which June? I'm a little confused for a second now. Which June? Are we going June 2016 or June that just passed? Um, well, I think I think the one that we just talked to you at was the June that just passed before the show in okay. Orlando. Gotcha. So so we saturated Orlando with a lot of shows. So I said to myself, it's time to venture out, and Chicago is the place to be. Fascinating. Let's talk a little bit about the story of the show for those who may not be familiar with the production. The story is based around a local theater group whose finances have taken a bit of a turn for the worse, which leaves them with no choice but to step down and rent rehearsal space from a small-time struggling pro wrestling school. With both groups falling behind on their bills, a cold-hearted landlord comes in and pushes forward an eviction. A right-place, right-time moment with a warm-loving special-needs student sparks a final fantasy fundraising idea that can make or break the future for both schools. Tell us a little bit about the concept and how this entire thing kind of came together. Oh, well, pretty, pretty much like, you know, it's the formula of, of using performing artists, actors combined with live real deal professional wrestlers. That's, that's the formula that sparked my uh, interest to just in passion to just drive forward and, uh, and, make make this you know happen and keep it going 
uh, every every show is a little different, actually. So it's not like a traditional play where it's like, okay, you're going to see Hamilton, and Hamilton's uh, uh, script is never going to change. Uh, it, it has like a little taste of pro wrestling where, you know, the script's not set in stone and things can happen and things can change. And, uh, that's the, that's the, that's the spark behind it. That, that keep, you know, that just is, is different. So act one of the show is built around the performing arts part of the show. And then act two is the actual wrestling show itself. One of the things that we mm-hmm. talked about quite a bit the last time you were on the show was the audience and their responses to the merging of platforms. How has reception been since the Orlando show? Uh, I mean, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just, it's where the it, act one, again, it's, it's, it's mostly acting. There are wrestlers used that, that want to take a stab at acting, you know, <laughs> that are in there, but, but traditional you know, uh, actors are in part, a part one playing non-physical roles. And uh, the audience is great. I mean, like for act one, they're, they're, they're very respectful. When they want to laugh, they laugh, you know, but it's nothing, nothing like a crazy indie show. But act two, you know, it's it's you know we, we're breaking the fourth wall down, and those those people are are just like a Monday Night Raw. They're going nuts, and they're just you know yay and booing, you know, baby faces and heels, and it's it's exactly what we want. Have you seen much change inside of the demographic since we last talked? Are are you getting more theater people that are coming to the show, more wrestling fans, or is it still pretty split right in the middle? Split right in the middle, and uh, and you talk about demographic. I was I was thinking in my brain theater type, uh, so I want to like to cover that as well. Uh, the theaters that we've been using, I mean, the first theater we used is a three quarter thrust style theater, kind of like a which is theater term which I <laughs> learned as, as when I uh, just got into it is it's like a little mini arena where there it's not like the ring is on a stage. It's it's in the middle with with like a like a U like a U shape of seats, and then we started you know hitting different theaters where we were putting the ring on the stage, but. We learned again. It's a learning experience where the people in the first rows on a traditional theater stage they're having difficulties seeing the show. So, what I like right now for the for the theater that we're going to, the Greenhouse Theater Center, is back to the normal traditional three quarter thrust style theater that we had in the very first production because that that stage that theater that theater type is best for this this type of performance. How do the the trained theatrical actors like that? Because I, I, I imagine that has to be very different for them projecting to a U-shape arena versus being on a stage and just projecting out. Oh, they're adapting. You know, it's just like you know, if a wrestler, like you know, they're in, you know, they're in a wrestling school and they're learning. Hey, you got four sides to to go around. So, you know, to work the crowd, it's the same thing. We stress that to, to them all. Like, Hey, you know, like that's what you got to do. And they're pretty, you know, they're pretty down with everything. You know, their improv and skills are awesome. This time around the show, like you mentioned, is going to be happening at the Greenhouse Theater in Chicago next Saturday, March 9th. There's still a few tickets remaining for the show. Visit greenhousetheater.org for information if you are in the greater Chicagoland area. We also have a way for you to win tickets here just a little bit later on the show. Uh, Jason, tell us a little bit mm-hmm. about the decision to take the road on or take the show on the road, let alone to a, a city with such a rich theater heritage like Chicago. Well, it all goes down to 
Joey Mabry. Uh, Joey Mabry is he's a he's he's he has many gifts. He's a, an independent professional wrestler with a stand up comedian uh, background. He has theater directing uh, background, theater acting in plays and uh, performing arts as well. And Joey, you know, it's funny when I first met him, like uh, a direct, the old director, Jason Skinner, introduced me to him. And at first, you know, I will get to tell you a little inside scoop story. I didn't really like him at first, you know, and the reason why was, I remember, <laughs> I didn't like him. There was a company uh, that I, I reached out to and he was part of and I emailed him and, and, and he never responded back. And I was like, you know, when I saw it, it just it had a, a little bitterness inside me. And he said, oh, Joey Mabry. And I was like, all right, you know, let's give it a shot. And so we gave him a shot. And he had a small part where he played a wrestling acting student. He didn't wrestle on the, on the first show. And all he had to do was cut a promo. And the gift that he has is tremendous, where he just has, he has the it factor uh, when it comes to popping a crowd and, and improv, and where he just, whatever comes out of his mouth, it's gold. And, uh, you know, and he, and he kept on hitting, hitting, you know, hitting shows uh, left after right. You know, just different ones. He kept on coming. Uh, then he moved to Chicago. He he flew on his own dime, came back. He did the show. So he was showing his dedication. And uh, it's funny because you said I'm a personal trainer. So I'll tell you, uh, I had one of my clients in JFK Airport in New York City. And he goes, you know, he goes, I, I goes, I, I saw that guy with the Mountain Dew shirt, Joey Maber. He goes, he goes, I saw him. I said, what did you see? He said, JFK Airport. And like, how did like months later after the June performance, you see, you remember Joey Mabry in JFK Airport when you saw him in Orlando, you know, for the play. I mean, you, he he's always the guy, one of the guys who's mainly talked about that that, that people remember. So when you know he lives in Chicago, and uh, I said, oh, well, I got to get this, I want to get the show out of there and I wasn't looking at him as a director. I put it, I actually put a, an ad out for Chicago uh, directors and I got, you know, people coming in, giving me different, you know, different resumes. And then some told me like, go with the passion. You know, he has experience. So I, my gut feeling says, give him the shot. So, and you know, he earned it and uh, the rest is history. So I, 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 I offered it to him. And he said yes, and he's and he is doing an awesome job. Very cool, very cool. Uh, before we started recording here, we were talking a little bit, and one of the, the questions that I had for you actually was, how different is it for you working with a different cast, working with a different director? And then in doing the research, I saw that Joey had been with the program since the Orlando debut. I didn't realize you just flew in for the casting auditions. You're not actually mm-hmm. there for the rehearsals at this point. What, mm-hmm. Who's to say that you're not going to walk in there next week and just be like, wait, 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 we're doing <laughs> all this over. Yeah, scratch that. No, no, no. You know, like uh, I just, it, it, I, I got, I did go in there for the auditions. Let me tell you, just going back to the auditions for a second, the talent in Chicago is crazy. Uh, just you know, we we had a, an audition at the Comedy Club House, and it was a small little room upstairs in one of their one of their rehearsal rooms, and and uh, these people just kept on coming, boom, 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 and and, and the talent, very, very few, I would say, definitely not calling back. We had many options for different parts where we could have went 
many different ways. Uh, and, and Joey's doing a fabulous job where, you know, again, he's, you know, he's always updating me. He, you know, where I say, Hey, you need anything? Ask me questions. And we talk every day, you know, we're, we're new best friends now, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the most I spoke to Joey in my life. But, you know, again, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm not, I am in, I am in, in the play, uh, but I have little bullet points where I, I I'm not going to mess the flow up of the, of the cast. So I'm there, but again, I'm not, you know, two, two, three rehearsals and I'm good to go. Do you find any changes being made to the show kind of as an evolution of the show or as the playwright, are you like, this is my script and let's just stick to it? Uh, yeah. And you know what? No, you know, spots, uh, ideas come out of nowhere. Uh, the last play, June 23rd, we had a, 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 a wrestler named uh, the Miraculous Rex Backus. And uh, at 35 years old, he, he, had, he had two battles with cancer. Okay. Uh, and Backus uh, did a double duty where the, he beat cancer for the first time. And and I offered him a part. I said, hey, would you like, we were doing a, I got to go back to track. We we're doing a fundraiser for Base Camp Children's Cancer Foundation. And he's always, you know, he was always a heel most of the time, like a, like a cocky, sexy, sexy guy heel, lent himself like a Michael P.S. Hayes type deal. And um, he, I told him, I says, I would like to offer you a part. Would you mind telling your story if I, it, being that we are working with a cancer foundation to just be you? And, and, and would you mind doing that? And he said, no, yeah, yeah, I don't mind at all. And, uh, Rex, Rex was great. You know, like, you know, he, he didn't have a car at the time. I had to pick him up. I drove this house. We bonded for the first time, but I told him, I says, you're not going to be a heel. I says, I'm gonna, I'm going to write you as uh, the, the, the one of, you know, a ba- baby face. And he looked, you know, he was kind of concerned for a second. Oh, he says, dude, your story is, is, is great. You, you defeated cancer. Uh, and it's my dog. Yes. He said yes too. And, uh, he, he defeated cancer and, uh, he was, you know, he's himself. I said, then we'll face me. And, you know, in the end, so I wrestled him. Uh, it was a great, you know, great match. You could actually see it on YouTube, type in his name or Jason static or both, uh, you'll pop up. And, uh, we gave him an award that night. We gave him the conqueror award based, base camp children's cancer, uh, foundation president, uh, Terry Jones. Uh, she gave the award for him. And, and, um, well, anyway, fast forward months later, uh, he, you know, he got hit with a, a return and in within a month from uh, talking about it, he passed away, unfortunately. And, uh, it, it sucks. And, uh, one day I'm cooking my, I'm putting the card together for act two for Chicago. And I'm just like, I'm cooking my eggs, made egg whites. And I'm, and I'm just standing there and something tells me Rex Backus Memorial Battle Royal. And uh, it was right around the rumble, a little bit before the rumble this time. And I said to myself, you know, like, who's going to give a crap about a battle? Like, battle Royale is probably one of my least favorite matches, you know, besides the Royal Rumble. Of me being in them myself. I'm like, eh, you know, okay, what are you going to do? You're crammed in with a whole bunch of wrestlers. It's an easy night. You know, you can't do a zillion spots, you know, and, you know, whatever it is, it is. But then I said, if you look at the last post on Facebook, there's, this, this is a, this is not just a play. This is just this is just not a pro wrestling show or a pro wrestling battle royal. It's a match with meaning about a man named Chris Sims 
who stepped inside the ring as the miraculous Rex Backus. And there's a beautiful tribute video that I cried putting it together last night. And you can see it and uh, tell me what you think. And, and I wanted the people of Chicago to know who this man was and why it is so important. And that even this battle royal, it's going to have some things. I'm not going to give it away, but it's going to have a great story. I never thought I could write a story with a battle royal, but this one will have one. That's awesome. That's awesome. I actually watched the video this morning as I was writing the interview, and uh, th- there's a lot of talent involved inside of that video, and I could absolutely see where it would be emotional putting it together. Looking forward to seeing that mm-hmm. battle royal very much so. Um, now, Jason, before we started recording this morning, you informed me that you wanted to do a bit of a ticket giveaway uh, for the yep. show. So here's what I was kind of thinking. What I want any, anybody to do, if you're living inside of the greater Chicagoland area and you can hear my voice, I want you to head over to at ConquerPW on Twitter. Once again, that's at ConquerPW on Twitter. And I want you to retweet this video along with the hashtag HTM to register for free tickets to the show. That's this Saturday night inside of the greater Chicagoland area. Jason, how does that sound to you? Sounds sounds great. Sounds great. Can we can we do anything for the Facebook followers or uh, Instagram? Is there anything we could hit on them, uh, if possible? We, the video is on all three. Hey, if the video is on um, all three, do you know? Do you happen to know what your Instagram and uh, Facebook handles are offhand? Yeah. Well, if you go to if you go to just t- on Facebook, just type in CPW. We don't play fight, and the Facebook page will pop up. Um, Instagram, just all lowercase letters, just we don't play fight CPW. And that's the Instagram. Very cool. Get on there. Retweet this video with the hashtag HTM. And we will hook you up with free tickets to the show this Saturday night inside of Chicago. Uh, Jason, one more thing that I wanted to talk to you about before we let you go, because I know this is very personal to you. The last time that Mm -hmm. we spoke was before the big show in Orlando when a portion of the proceeds, as you were mentioning, went to the base camp children's cancer. Uh, This time around, you're pairing up with Paws Chicago. And I went back and I listened to our first interview that we did together earlier this morning, and I was reminded that you were actually out walking your dog the first time that we spoke. (laughs) Uh, Tell us a bit about Paws Chicago and the partnership that you have going on with them. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm an animal lover and, uh, you know, I got him right now. He's sitting next to me chewing a very disgusting stick that's making his breath stink, but he's cute as hell. Uh, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> that's right. He, uh, he's awesome. Man. And he's, he's, you know what? He, he's coming to Chicago, you know? <laughs> so, um, what kind of dog is he? Oh, uh, he's a Dotson mixed breed. And uh, you can see pics of him on the uh, Conquer page because uh, a post before that, we put uh, put together a like a collage of the actors and wrestlers who have a dog or cat. So you can see that, that, you know, we are animal lovers, too. And, uh, you know, they're important. They're important. And, you know, I'm sure in everyone's life who has them. And uh, so I said I, I one of the things I want to do with every show that I have is to give back. And it's not about, you know, making the big payday. It's, you know, I would like to give portions of proceeds to uh, many different ones. And hopefully, you know, in future shows, you know, any type of, you know, disease or anything that could help out a homeless, 
you know, we worked with uh, Florida, uh, Florida Hospital for kids. Uh, we, we had like five boxes full of toys. We did a toy drive during a uh, Christmas show where the fans brought the uh, toys and we delivered them, you know, and you can see that on the, on the social media base camp. Uh, we, uh, had, uh, you know, we just gave a check to them afterwards and the same thing, uh, this, uh, Saturday night, uh, the more, the better. So that's what I'm saying. Well, you, you know, just hear, hear me, you know, come out. You're going to have a great time. If you're a wrestling fan or if you're a theater fan, or if you're just curious, you want to see acting, you want to see body slams, you know, name it it's gonna be there and uh and, and so we decided to get the portions of the proceeds will go to Paul's chicago that's awesome jason thank you so much for joining us in the locker room today tell people how to find yourself as well as cpw we don't play fight on all of your social media links and tell them one more time we're go find the video the rex back tribute video retweet it with the hashtag htm and you will be registered to win tickets this Saturday night. How do they find you on social media? How do they find you? If you look up Jason Calabrese or the Jason Static uh, on Twitter, okay, and Facebook, you know, you type in one of those two names, it'll be all there. And but then you know, again, it's, it's for me. I'm just going to say, you know what? It's not about me. It's about it's about the show. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm like just a small pea in the pod, and just I, I believe I can repeat everything for you. The Facebook for Conquer Pro Wrestling would be just type in CPW. We don't play fight. Uh, Twitter again. Uh, if you want this, I know for a fact it's the Jason Static or at Conquer PW. Conquer being all capital letters. And Instagram, it's we don't play fight CPW or lowercase letters. Unfortunately, I got a new phone and I got locked out of Instagram from my own account. So I can't give you that one. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we had a nice conversation about that off air, too, because we, we had the Twitter problems here uh, just about a year ago. Jason, thank you so much for joining us in the locker room today. Best of luck going forward. And hopefully I will see you this Saturday night. Thank you. Take care. How many start a journey, but never see the end? I'll never ask how, conceive it, then speak in whens. A man will work his whole life to see his ego shed. I sew it up, needle head, all I need is thread. A team can only take it as far as its strongest leader. The streets are red, running with the blood of non-believers. So play your part, I'll make a star out of a bottom feeder. The Romans fell under his knife, but made a god of Caesar. For every Caesar, there's a Brutus with a blade of steel. For every offense, there's a defense till I break the shield. For every fake or real, I guess that my fate is sealed driving drunk off a power trip somebody take the wheel told travel light what you hold away you down big noise bob dylan you don't make a sound the golden truth motherfucker i don't roll with mutes show and prove yourself fuck am i supposed to do epmd teach a man to fish learn from me only if you seek advantages complaints about the game you need to speak with management best crew best crew it seems to be unanimous i'm out for action what the fuck are y'all about relaxing they can doubt my sanity but never doubt my passion and i don't know why they deceive us feed us lies mislead us he who denies what he gets seen is worse than blind believers I just play the cards the way they're dealt It's hard enough to change the world I'm trying to change myself The choice is this Accept the conditions as they exist Or accept responsibility And change the shit
She handed me my change after I completed my purchase. I thought I spit in game, but I managed to fight the urges. I said it must be strange for you all alone on the surface. She said it was a curse to be perfect without a purpose. Feeling nervous, I stepped in the opposite direction. Her comment resonated, I tried to sever connection. Is this the twist of fate with some karma and misdirection? I'm standing in the mirror still looking for my reflection. What am I trying to say? Rocking all the sync on my body, I'm King Hathaway, Donnie. Most people know me, it's Gotti, it's ill though. I kick it like Faye Long with a steel toe. They run amok and couldn't give a fuck with a deal though, for real, bro. My haters scoping dumb dars been on, so I don't give a bloody fuck who's dropping the end bomb. We bout to shake it up till the planes fall, then cut through all the tension y'all invent with a chainsaw. Is that a threat? No, it's a request. To be correct, it's a requirement. You fucking with sense. And if you try to fix your face to say that we ain't the best, you might as well be trying to work a deal with nothing for less. And I'm up in the nest, never the press, suppressing my tears. Conquering fears and never caving from the pressure appears. Swilling my beers while telling Jehovah to thank heaven. All I need is six addies, a shot in a tank seven. Tell a bitch I got dynamite, she might blow me. And the shit I'm storing is China white, this like OT. Part of my passion if it's like I'm ripping my OG. My P.S. Okay, I am the day that I OD, bitch.